because you all love him is he's our favorite guest and he is opening up uh, the new year for us, our first guest of the new year. And L.A. Marzulli, I have to tell you that uh, today is the first day that I have a UFO disc like hanging in the background now in my studio design. And I did that in honor of you. Uh, I know we make fun of these these flying discs, right? Because that's sort of the lowest common denominator of what people think of. But I think it's pretty cool as it's floating around in the background behind me, uh, among all of my other crazy little props that I have in my studio. Happy New Year, sir. Good to have you with us. Well, Happy New Year to you, too. And thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Well, I always like to um, do more of a Joe Rogan interview with you because you're so interesting and ask you questions nobody else does. So uh, before we <laughs> before we even get into like all the news and UFOs and Bible prophecy, what in the world's going on with you? So I'm watching you on your video from the other day and you're talking about five degree weather in Oklahoma. And I was thinking, oh, I thought he was back in California. So tell us. What's the latest on L.A. Marzulli rebuilding and living in California and moving from Oklahoma? Well, we actually got the occupancy on December 21st. You're kind of uh, distant. I, I, you're, you're really yeah. you're distant and I can make you out. But if you can somehow get closer or louder to your microphone. Um, I wonder oh, if I there we call. go. That No, that's oh, it. That Whatever you did there. Oh, that cool. you're, Yeah, you're ready to go. You're louder than me. Go, go ahead. Great. All right. So here's the deal. We we got occupancy on December 21st, and uh, that's 20 minutes before we got shuttled to the airport, LAX. So we're supposed to go back this Tuesday. We'll see what happens. A lot of balls in the air, but we have occupancy. Uh, the house is done, and I have my life back, and we're working on films. We did a bunch of interviews here in Oklahoma for the uh, the UFO series. There is a series of films that we're doing with that. The first one is free. It was a remake that I did, re-edit from 2016, uh, UFO Disclosure of a Coming Great Deception of a Luciferian Endgame. There are three other films in the works as we speak, and a fifth one is up on the drawing board. Wow. Because this phenomenon is real burgeoning, not going away, and we need to be all over it. Tonight, uh, on the or over the weekend, Ancient Aliens, uh, you know, rehashing the whole deal with Michio Kaku was on, talking about... The, the, the veracity of the tic-tac-shaped UFO, which was seen, of course, you know, well over a decade ago, uh, it, it's pretty much common knowledge, but it's true. It's there. And uh, they did a bunch of reenactments and they showed the clear camera work. But this is the coming great deception. This is why we're all over it like white on rice. Uh, the second film will be free. That film will be on YouTube and every place else. Um, it will basically be a sit down with two internationally known UFO experts. 
And then the third film uh, would be more like the first film. We're going to charge for the third and fourth because we can't keep doing this for free. But hopefully people will get on board, support what we do, and realize that, you know what, folks, uh, something's coming down here, and it's absolutely unprecedented. Yeah, and 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 you got to wonder what they're going to try to pull going into this next election. And I got to be careful because we might even get kicked off Facebook if we say too much. But they've got to do something. Uh, as I was saying in my opening monologue, people are people are furious at the gas pump. People are furious at the meat case uh, in the grocery store. I've never seen it like this before. They've got to come up with something to try to steal this next election. Well, it, it's already stolen. Uh, people talk about the red wave. That's nonsense. Uh, if we don't get 2020 and November 3rd correct, then nothing is going to change. And it's amazing how our president, Joe Biden, can stand up there and call Trump a sore loser when we know hundreds of thousands of ballots in Arizona, uh, ballot harvesting in Georgia, ballot drop box in Georgia, and all the other swing states. It's a total joke. It's a total flipping joke. And what they do, what the Democrats do, and they do this so well, they accuse the other side of what they're actually doing. So we, we will, you know, people, it's a dagger in the throat of democracy. I mean, what, a, what an absurd thing to say, divide, divide, divide. First of all, we're, we don't live in a democracy. We live in a republic. That's the first thing. Uh, and so the second thing is this, that unless something changes, unless people rally and get behind the fact that the same machines are in there, nothing's going to change. Red wave, nonsense. Not believing it for a minute. L.A. Marzulli is here. His, his website is lamarzulli.net. That's L-A-Marzulli, M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I.net. Uh, he's got a, a show Monday through Fridays. There's a new video every day. And then all of his vi all of his videos and movies, and a lot of them are free, as he said. So check out his site. Something to look at every morning. LAMarzuli.net. And and tell me, LA, what's happening with you and the social media? I saw you're on Rumble now. We're on Rumble. Um, I'm looking at starting to go live on Rumble, uh, but I've just uh, I've almost pretty much given up on YouTube because they're clearly like. Uh, controlling my channel, like shadow banning me because I used to get thousands of views. One of my videos that you and I did together, I had almost a million views on that. And now uh, we'll put up a video wow. and get maybe a few hundred views and that's it. Uh, we're, we're lucky to break a thousand views anymore uh, on YouTube. And that's just, there's no doubt. I mean, cause everywhere else, it seems like the podcast people are not, uh, censoring. Uh, we're going crazy with podcast downloads. We're now in the whole ecosystem of Amazon Music and Audible, and they're like promoting the heck out of my podcast for free. I get all these messages because I'm on Audible and I listen to my own podcast to make sure it's there. R reminder, reminder, listen to Jim Paris Live. There's a new episode. There's two new episodes. This is popping up on my phone all week long. Uh, the podcast people love what I'm doing, uh, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, all those places, but they don't like me uh, in these sort of, you know, uh, right, you know, left leaning uh, places like YouTube. Are, are you finding uh, a similar traction at Rumble or are you just starting to gear up at Rumble? We've been in Rumble for probably about six months now. Um, it, it's getting better. Uh, our views per show is about 3,000 views per show. But YouTube, we were doing, uh, you know, on a daily show, 
between ten and twenty thousand views. That's it. Um, but there was they would demonetize things before we even put it up. So the moment we got strike, yeah. Why, why look started, at it? We we already know you violated our terms of service. So exactly, it's <laughs> unbelievable. So we got our first strike, and what we did is we took all the old shows down completely, so they couldn't come after us. We completely eliminated politics, prophecy, and the supernatural report on YouTube, and switched it over to Rumble, Bitchute, and Roku. And so now we do two different shows in the morning and two different sets uh, in California. In, in Oklahoma, we only have one one set, so we just kind of change up some pictures, and that's about it. But uh, the one on YouTube is called Armatrail of a Nephilim and a UFO Daily Report. So, you know, they monetize us. Everything's okay. Uh, they like us because we're not doing anything political. So that gets a pass. But this is this is censorship. And uh, there's some a, a, a phrase I've been saying for now for months that the way we are headed, the Bible will be considered hate speech, deemed hate speech. Prophecy will be considered disinformation. And any any speaking or talk of the second coming of Jesus will be looked at as conspiracy theory. Well, L.A., that'll never happen. It's already happening in Canada. There's already a pastor in Finland who's on trial for hate speech because he was talking about what the Bible says specifically about homosexuality and the LGBTQ narrative that we see being being shoved down our throats on a daily basis. And and here we are. Uh, so that's, you know, everything I've been saying pretty much has come true. I've been saying that watch what happens. Australia is the model. They're locking down everybody. There's wellness camps. So if you're sent to a wellness camp, you're not working. Who's paying your mortgage? Who's running your business? Who's at your job? Oh, wait, nobody is. So the moment they do this, and it's already happening in Washington State. They haven't voted on it yet, but it's it, more than likely if it passes, it's over. Oh, uh, uh, L.A., we just lost you. I don't know what happened. Happened. Um, right now? Seriously? Oh, there you go. Now you're back. Yeah, you just okay. I, I heard like a bunch of ruffling and then it went it, you your voice dropped out. But but we got you there. All right. A bunch of okay. people have already sent in questions knowing you were going to be here, which is exciting that people are that uh, fired up. And I also I just opened up the phone lines for callers. So let me give the phone number out. If you're listening on an audio stream, I'll mention the number right now. So get a pencil and write it down. And if you're watching on any of our video streams, I do have the phone number up. Uh, it is in the graphic in your lower uh, corner of your screen. 646-716-4041. Callers will go to the head of the line, and then I'll start going through some of these questions that have come in over Facebook. 646-716-4041. That's 646 646- 716-4041. And let's go to uh, some of these questions here. Uh, okay, so the first question is from Javon Wells wants to know, uh, where were you on the morning of January 6th? He says, LOL, kidding. I just would like to know uh, if you have come across any evidence that hybrids, Nephilim, are living among any human populations uh, today. So this is a good question because we've talked about uh, you finding the, you know, the bones of the giants. But this mm-hmm. question, Javon wants to know, do we have any evidence of them being around today? I would say, uh, you know, basically the short answer to that is yes. Um, if you look at our watcher series, 
when when we uh, discussed the Kandahar gyrant, which basically went viral, we had several witnesses on that, including the shooter who shot the thing around 2002 in Afghanistan at the Kandahar province. Uh, I was threatened by the deep state uh, for bringing the information out. We had a second witness who was there after the shooting a couple of years later. They were talking about it at the base. Uh, in our film, UFO Disclosure, The Coming Great Deception and The Luciferian Endgame, we sit down with Al Matthews, who I spoke to this afternoon. Uh, we're going to be interviewing him, not next, but the week after that. Uh, we, we constantly interview Al. He was an abductee, a lifelong abductee, and came to Jesus, stopped the abductions. But he had an encounter with a female hybrid entity. Uh, they're out there. They're out there for sure. Do I Have I ever seen one? No. Do I want to see one? Absolutely not. I have no desire to. But they're there. Um, we get some reports, not a lot, but some uh, of people that have encounters with these guys. Uh, they're basically kind of laying low. At least it seems like they're laying low right now. I haven't had any reports in, of anybody encountering a hybrid or what they thought might have been a hybrid. Probably in about a year, um, there was a spate there where I was getting several of them a month from people. Uh, and now not so much. So I'm not sure what's going on. Uh, it's, it's, you know, stranger than fiction, but they're there. I mean, they're definitely there and they are interacting on some level. Well, we know that angels can appear as in a human form and be among us. I believe that. Um, so certainly demonic entities could do the same, I would believe. And do you think that the Nephilim could be, could appear because there's a question here from Cynthia. She wants to know, do you think the Antichrist will be a technologically enhanced man like the six million dollar man? I guess she's talking about the TV show. But do you think that uh, the Antichrist would be technologically enhanced, maybe a hybrid? And would they look differently or than a normal you know, human being or would they just sort of blend in and look like us? That's a really good question, and it's conjecture on my part, but I, going back to the biblical narrative, uh, it says they call him the son of perdition, the Antichrist, the son of perdition, the seed of the serpent, Genesis 3.15. So I truly believe that the Antichrist will be a literal seed of the serpent, the spawn, the unholy spawn of uh, Satan himself with uh, some women. It's basically Rosemary's baby, um, and, it, and it will happen. I mean, I believe it's already happened. And he's walking amongst us on some level. Has he been revealed? Not yet, but he will be at some point in time. I believe that before he is revealed, the great falling away, the apostasia, happens in Second Thessalonians chapter four. So that's the game changer. You know, be not be be not troubled in mind or in letter or word or in letter that the uh, the day of the Lord is come and our gathering to him. That day will not occur. Will not happen until. The apostasia, the falling away, the apostasy, the rebellion occurs, and then the man of sin is revealed. So there's there's definitely a sequence. The day of the Lord does not happen until the apostasia and the man of sin is revealed. Then the day of the Lord happens. That's not so. It's like we're not there yet. Uh, the apostasia, people go well. You know, there's a lot of apostasy. Yeah, I get that, but it's a singular event. And when you read it in the Greek, and I cannot read Greek, but I rely on people who can, and it seems like it's the man of sin, singular. It's like this one guy. It's it's literally the man of sin, 
the apostasia. It's a singular event, unprecedented from all of history, which begs the question, what would do that? Well, when we go to the Olivet Discourse, when we go to Matthew 24, Luke 21, which are two distinctly different ones of a church and ones, ones to uh, the Jews. So with, with Jesus warns us that, you know, the elect would be deceived if that were possible. So something is coming. This is a dire warning from Jesus himself, you know, that many, that, that th- whatever this is, men will faint from fear for it's coming upon the earth, for the powers of heaven will be shaken. Well, what are we seeing? What's, what's manifesting is the current UFO phenomenon. That's why, you know, Jim, you and I would go back years, uh, and I've been banging this drum for years, well in advance of the 2017 uh, Tic Tac um, revealing, I should say, on Tucker Carlson with Commander David Fravor. I mean, I go back decades and decades and decades with research and warnings to not only the church, but for everybody. This is the coming great deception. It will change everything when they show up. So I truly believe when they show up, that will cause uh, the apostasia, the great falling away. And I believe we're getting inching our way closer and closer. We're taking questions right now over Facebook. Or if you want to call in, you can go to the head of the line. The questions keep flowing in over Facebook. But if you want to jump the line, the number is on your screen. If you're watching on one of our video streams or if you're listening on audio, 646 716-4041 and back to a Facebook question from Cynthia she wants to know uh, oh not not Cynthia let's see we did that Carl wants to know does crypto play a part in the end times could it become regulated under the mark of the beast uh, can we look forward to anything happening this year he asks uh, I've often thought cryptocurrency and the mark of the beast and this whole idea of no cash anymore and this digital money uh imagine kind of a combination of that i i think i think it's possible being a crypto guy myself obviously we have to have a mark because that's what the bible talks about in revelation but do you think that this current technology of cryptocurrency could work hand in hand with such a technology as a mark of the beast well, I mean, there's certainly a possibility, and we don't know how it's all, you know, all the particulars are going to come down. The one thing we do know is that without that mark, which, by the way, is instituted by the Antichrist. So the Antichrist is not here. Therefore, the mark is not here. What we might be seeing with um, some of the so-called, you know, COVID passports and all this stuff is sort of like a precursor to it. But that's not the mark. But it might be a precursor to it, as I just stated. So the bottom line is this, that will crypto play a part? It might. It just might. Who knows? But you will not be able to access crypto without that mark. You won't be able to buy, sell, or trade, end of story, without that mark. So that mark, whatever it is, supersedes everything. And I believe that our extraction of the implant, which is in my watcher's film, um, and I've talked about this, you know, ad nauseum, uh, this is real. Whoever is taking people and implanting them against their wishes with these very small objects, about a little smaller than the grain of the size of a grain of rice. There's no entry wound in the skin. Okay? It's somehow entwined in the nervous system, not the circulatory system. And the body does not expunge it. So whoever's doing this, and we know who's doing it, those who abduct these people, um, 
we took out an implant. We're the only Christian team that ever did so. And we had it analyzed at Seal Lab. And that implant was 40 years old. Well, the, the newer ones, you can't cut with a ray, with, with, with a, a diamond blade saw. You've got to take it into a laboratory and cut it with a laser beam. So there's an evolution of these things, uh, of these implants. And who, again, whoever is doing it, and I believe it's, it's, uh, utterly from the, from Hell's Kitchen, as Russ Dizdar would say, from the fallen sheriff, from the fallen one, from the dragon's kingdom. And this might be, this might be prototypes to the mark of the beast. And that's what I've sort of hung my hat on, uh, for years now, that these implants that we see in people, may be the prototype to the mark. In other words, what we see uh, when we took out that implant from Bill, not his real name, that was that was 40 years. He was 45. So when we took it out, he was implanted when he was five. Hmm. So that implant was completely different than the last one or the one before that that Dr. Rogeler took out, which, as I stated just a minute ago, you couldn't cut it with a diamond blade saw. You had to take it into a laboratory and cut it open with a razor, with a, with a laser beam. So something's going on here. Whoever has created these has spent an awful lot of resources and time uh, in creating these things. And like I said, there's a there's definitely an evolution. So I believe that these implants, in other words, when they show up, they will tell us a couple of things. They will say that, hey, you know, we genetically manipulated early man. We started the world's uh, civilizations, first religions. Now at this critical juncture, we're back. Here's the free energy that will revolutionize your planet. This is the stuff that makes the all the anti-gravity stuff that makes our ships fly. Oh, and by the way, we have a DNA upgrade for you. Just take this little chip, this little implant, and you'll live three to 500 years uh, disease-free. The line for that will be around the block. Christianity will fall of its own weight. Uh, as will all the other major religions. You know, isn't it interesting that when asked about the extraterrestrial phenomenon, Barack Obama said, oh, yeah, he was laughing about it. Uh, and this was the first thing out of his mouth. When they reveal themselves, when they finally show up, there's going to be new religions. About fell out of my chair, Jim. How would Obama even know that? Why would he say that with such glee? And it is and funny when they when they will utter something like that as a joke. Um, a lot of times when people are joking, there's there's truth in there. And then sometimes yeah. these presidents, when they're out of office and they're comfortable and they're on a talk show with Jimmy Kimmel or whoever, things things will spill out. But this, this is, you know, one of your books was called The Cosmic Chess Match. Is that right? Do I remember that title, yes, right? Correct. So so here's Absolutely. here's what happens is so many Christians are thinking like the game of checkers and they're not thinking like the game of chess or even what I think is even a better analogy would be like multi-level chess, like three level chess, because I'll have Christians that will say, oh, well, you know, not being able to fly on a plane because you're not vaccinated or don't have a mask on. That's not the mark of the beast. They, they, they're not, for whatever reason, not enlightened enough to think, well, OK, that's not the mark of the beast. But all of these things that are being put in place, like you can't work, you can't get a paycheck in some of these countries, you can't fly, you can't go to work, you can't do you can't go into public buildings, uh, you can't go into a courtroom. These are things this is a. It's getting society to accept 
that we can put a premise out and say, if you don't have this thing, this purple hat or this mask or this vaccine or whatever this thing is, we're going to prevent you from going into places, from being able to do transactions. And when you see, just like in my news segment tonight, how they're going to start monitoring like $600 movements of money, before you know it, they'll be monitoring every dollar of our money. And so they'll be looking at like, ah, you know, Jim Paris is reading a lot of conservative books right now that he's buying. Maybe he's dangerous. Uh, oh, you know what? Uh, it looks like uh, maybe he's buying a bunch of supplements. That must mean he's objecting to uh, traditional medicine. We need to sit down and talk to this guy. So by monitoring our money and how we're spending it and looking at the movement of money, you can almost criminalize anyone once you start putting them under uh, a microscope like that. And this is where people will bend. And unfortunately, you know, when you talk about the apostasy, this was the one thing I struggled with when I was in seminary. I was like, uh, I'm just having a hard time believing this idea that all of a sudden one day, like most Christians walk away. I just I can't wrap my brain around it. But now when I look at the church today where you get like a 15 minute TED talk, which is more like a, a, a rerun of the Oprah Winfrey show, like have positive <laughs> thoughts, set goals for the new year. We don't we don't. And, and the audience goes dark and there's a spotlight on the stage. This is what we do today as church it has nothing to do with the biblical model in the book of Acts. I don't know. It wouldn't take much. I mean, you could set up like a free Kona ice uh, truck and say, <laughs> denounce Christianity and come over here and get a, a you know, a red ice, you know, a, sl a, a strawberry Slurpee. And you'd have people walk away from the faith because that's how shallow our faith is today. These mega churches, I think, are going to be the foundation of the apostasy. Basically, and, and, I, and part of what, I, what you're saying, I certainly agree with that. Uh, uh, if, if, if Paul or Peter walked in to some of these services, they would scratch their head and go, "Well, what's this?" They would, they would, they wouldn't recognize it. They'd have no idea what it is they're looking at, um, and they would just. I mean, I think, uh, you know, Jesus overturning the money tables. I mean, are you kidding me? So look, you know, we can, we can. The bottom line is this that there are a lot of great pastors out there. There are a lot of good churches still in existence. But unless the church stands up and pushes back, what they don't realize is that you're looking at totalitarianism. You're looking at the beginnings uh, of tot full-blown totalitarianism. It's already happening in Australia. The good people of Australia did nothing. It's happening in Canada. They're talking about Washington State. And it's coming near a city near you. You know, people are fleeing the state of California to the point where you got to wait three weeks to get a U-Haul truck. Three weeks <laughs> to get a U-Haul. I'm not making this up. Pretty soon they're going to have like a like a tax to to uh, go across the border to get out to get out of there. Well, there is. There's a twenty thousand dollar tax to leave California. Oh my goodness! That's I did. I'm oh, just yeah. joking, and and that you're telling me that's no. true. No, it's there. When we when we moved to Oklahoma after the fire, we got hit from California with a twenty thousand dollar tax bill, and and my my accountant just says, well, you know, what what what's this? He's been fighting it for like two years. What do so they what do they call uh, that tax? What is the actual official name of it? I I honestly don't know, but it it's there. I mean, we we got we got hit with it. Wow. So it's um it's pretty amazing. 
So Carrie uh, has a question here coming in from Facebook. He wants to know, what is your timeline for these events? He said that he believes you. He agrees with you. But do you have a timeline uh, as to when we're going to start seeing any of this? Well, we are. We're seeing it in Washington State. We're seeing uh, the whole UFO phenomenon being rolled out consistently. Uh, we see that um, what we're looking at is uh, basically from the Democrats and, and the people that are in charge right now, uh, you know, it, it's they're, they're already prepping for the midterms. But anybody who's in, anybody can vote now. You don't need to be a citizen. And it's, it's, everything is just, what I see happening is the fracturing of the country along regional lines at some point. Uh, for instance, the north, the northeast uh, states, the mid-Atlantic states, the southern states, the Midwest, Texas, Missouri, and Oklahoma, uh, possibly Louisiana, that becomes another section. Uh, the Four Corners region. Uh, then you've got the West Coast, the entire West Coast, Washington, Oregon, California, in lockstep. So it could split um, along geographic lines. Yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully Florida can get in on that. Oklahoma and Texas and Missouri. Well, Florida, and, be, that would that's that's the Bible Belt. So yeah. Florida would be right there with Alabama. That that whole deal. I wish we could just. I wish we could just split off. Florida could split off and be like its own country with uh, Ron DeSantis as our president. I'd be ready well, for that. You know what? I mean, it's at some point. Uh, let, let me say this. That unless the church stands up, they're they're complicit, just like the German church was in World War II. So Hitler came to power with all of his race laws and this and that and the other thing. And the German people knew that we shouldn't be doing this. And the churches knew that we shouldn't be doing this. You, got, you had guys like Dietrich Bonhoeffer that stood up and said, you know, this isn't, we got to stop this. And, you know, he spent time in, well, they killed that he was involved in the assassination attempt against Hitler. But for the most part, the church was complicit, and they didn't do anything. They sat by and allowed Hitler to take power. Well, guess what? 50 million people died in World War II. Six million Jews were cast in the other. Me, I say more. And the bottom line is, the church has a narrow window right now to stand up. So going back to the question, we're already seeing it. And unless the church stands up and begins to push back, Against the LA, we're starting to lose your audio again. It's your microphone. I oh. hear like scratching this and then it I, I don't hear you again. Are you still there? Okay, how about now? Check there you now. are. There we go. We got you okay, again. Sorry. Yeah, I got so what I, we are saying, Yeah, you're we're you're saying we're there. I mean, this is like a parallel to what Bonhoeffer was facing. The church is quiet. Exactly. We've had a couple of guests exactly. on recently, uh Erwin Lutzer. Uh, you know, about his book, about the church not being silent. And and so many churches use as the excuse, well, we're seeker oriented. You know, if we get out there and say anything nonsense, substantive, nonsense. if we say anything substantive, we'll drive people away. We don't want, you know, we want to be like open so that any, you know, and I'm thinking to myself, yeah, you're trying to create a wide gate, but I think there's somewhere in the word that says that's not, that's not the answer is a wide gate. I mean, yeah, you'll get a lot more people 
I mean, it's like what we do at our website. If we offer something for free, we get a ton of people that want to come and get something for free. But that's not a business model that we can live with. So we got to eventually charge something. And then that's when it gets down to it. And, and, you know, once you tell people, yeah, there's a free gift of salvation, but then here's what that means. And here's the lifestyle. And here are the, you know, restrictions and the benefits and all of that. You, you get a narrower gate. And that's what the churches are afraid of because they're looking for, you know, numbers. They want a lot of people there. They don't want to talk about anything. Uh, you know, I have churches here in this area who won't even tell people to vote, not not which way to vote, but just to say, hey, guys, there's an election coming up in a week. Uh, you should go vote as a Christian and vote for your Christian values. Just to say that they say would drive people out of the uh, out of the church. Well, and, and this is why. At some point, again, I'll say. There's a lot of great pastors out there. There are still a lot of great churches who preach the word of God who realize what we're facing, what's happening, that this is a blatant move. This is total. What we are witnessing is an overreach by the, by the federal government. And if these goofy Supreme Court justices, I mean, I know you, you probably follow it. Justice Sotomayor, with all due respect to her, is utterly clueless. And to say the things that she said, is a disgrace. Is a disgrace. This woman's gonna vote. Can you imagine if they pass the vast Yeah, LA, I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm losing you again and the the truth, the truth is we're out of time, so that's actually good timing because something's going on with your mic. It's real scratchy, and then we lose you. But uh, you 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 filled us in with all your latest, and it was great. And as we close it out, uh, if we can get anything from you, if you've got any events coming up, uh, your website is lamarzuli.net, lamarzuli.net. Uh, go ahead and take a, a shot at giving us a few seconds here about anything people should be looking for, new movies, speaking engagements any of that yeah uh, probably march providing we have air travel here the watchman in march and then in may uh prophecy watchers conference and i think in between that there might be a conference in oklahoma uh, we will have new films coming out you can go to streaming like a stream streaming.lamarzuli.net all the films are there folks there's 21 films and every single one of them is a standalone film i promise you when you watch those things, you'll come away going, oh, my gosh. Streaming.lamarzuli.net. Streaming.lamarzuli.net. And it's so cool now because with all these devices, you can put it up to your big screen TV and enjoy it like, you know, all your movies are in HD. And it's like going to the movie theater when you do that because I've watched most of those movies myself. Ellie Marzuli, thank you so much for kicking off the new year. Thanks, you are Jim. our God favorite guest. God bless you. Thank you for being here. And uh, my apologies to the audience. A little bit of sound problems here and there, but I think we got most of that. And I'll clean that up in the post-production and uh, super excited about this uh, new year. And uh, we are going to be announcing our slate of guests that are coming up for our next uh, several shows uh, very shortly. So stay tuned. A lot of big things coming. And remember, if it's Sunday night, that's right. If it's Sunday night, it is Jim Paris Live. Thanks so much for joining us. God bless. So long, everybody.